hello, thank you for the introduction. Um, yeah, my name is Andrea, and um, this panel is being hosted by We Make Waves. We'll hear more about that uh, association organization in a few minutes. Um, spot on for the marginalized. I'd like to relate the topic to the image of uh, the Republica theme, actually, to the image of the of the bubble. So there's a lot of talk about bubbles and how it's necessary to open them up and to have exchange and so on. But I would like to um, discuss and think about uh, with uh, this group of people who we're going to uh, introduce uh, in a minute. Um, how, if we're thinking about um, supporting marginalized people, if how, in how far the bubble or the a space, be it in a, a digital space or a, a, in real life space, um, can also mean like a, a safer environment, can mean protection, and can mean thriving and growth within that space. And all panelists are active in some activity um, creating spaces for female identifying trans and non-binary people and um, with a quick round of introduction we'll learn what those spaces are about. Um, Eli, you want to start? <laughs> um, hi, so I'm Eli Gregory. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Okay, I can't hear myself. Um, and uh, I'm a composer and music producer and I've been involved in a few different groups, but mostly I help to organize uh, the group Meetup Berlin, which is a space for female, trans and non-binary artists, where we organize the evenings uh, once every month or once every two months. And uh, we begin with a discussion, which is for female, trans and non-binary people only. And then after the discussion, we have uh, live performances, DJs and VJs, which is open to everybody. Hi, um, I'm Kiva McAllister, and I'm one of the organizers of We Make Waves Conference and Festival, uh, which took place for the first time in November last year, and uh, will be taking place again this year in November. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, hi, I'm Melissa Perales. I'm also uh, with Kiva, a member of uh, the organization team for um, We Make Waves, and I work with Andrea at uh, Music Pool Berlin and Torstrassen Festival also. And in order to explain what We Make Waves is about, which not everybody might be familiar with, you have brought a short video clip, uh, which we are going to show now. Um, can we see it up here too? <laughs> I know you've been waiting I know you've been anticipating And even though it's been a while I'm back with a smile 
in a new style, new weed, new whip, holding new keys, new kicks, new lipsticks, new money, or new shit, new everything, got too shook, new input, new outlook, new everything, new everything, soft serve, serving you so softly, soft serve, serving you so softly, <laughs> this is the soft serve. Extra glossy, extra glossy, extra everything. You know, now that we're reacquainted, go ahead, enjoy. actual music soundtrack on there but we can't hear it I guess <clears throat> just to let everyone know there was music I hear it redress that balance in a sort of micro way in order to come up with some sort of solution for the macro level um, yeah and how have you established that space were there any rules like who would was who could join or was it open to the public how did you deal with actually establishing that space it was totally and is remains totally open to the public it's just um, It's not intended to be an exclusive space in any way, but more um, just more that one that like kind of pits, pushes into the foreground um, these people who are usually kind of marginalized, people who exist on the margins of the, the mainstream music industry and even the sort of like independent and other uh, parts of the music industry. We wanted to sort of push them into the, the driver's seat sort of. Um, but that doesn't mean that We don't welcome all sorts of people, I guess, at the festival. Yeah, I mean, we obviously have. There's, there was a lot of discussion while we were making it um, about certain topics or panels or workshops. If that was, we kind of left it a little bit up to the people who are organizing the specific uh, workshop, for example, or um, a discussion if it was going to be closed to only women, trans, and non-binary, and that was important for us. We we discussed it a lot. It was a big topic, like. 
how much do we open, like you say, like the bubble, the safety net, the, the, uh, the space, and um, what needs to remain closed in order to achieve what we, what we wanted to achieve, and that's to give um, everyone that we were making this for, I think, in, intentionally the, um, the feeling that, that, that we're doing all that we can to achieve that, you know. But it's a very, it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, especially when you have a, a very you open it to the public, it's like you know open the door for, and <laughs> and and where did you establish those those boundaries and how when you say you have some spaces for that are specifically for certain people and then you have uh, some open spaces, how did you go about that? Well, we we kind of as Melissa said, we, there was a lot of discussion about it and like we I think we kept coming back to this um, realization that there, I mean. I, I, I believe quite kind of strongly that there's no way to be absolutely exclusive. Like, first of all, it's not. I don't think it's a very good strategy. But also, it for us in our sort of situation, it would involve a certain amount of judging people's identity by their appearance, which isn't something that we ever kind of want to start doing. <laughs> um, so the way that we ended up doing it was just a sort of write closed workshop and hope that people sort of got the message <laughs> from that. So, for example, if we were having a workshop um, about harassment in music spaces, um, and there, you know, there were, at almost every workshop, there were a lot of, um, you know, cis male friends of mine present, you know, uh, but the idea was that they would then get the message that they should maybe think twice about attending this particular workshop, or if they do, to take a back seat, or, you know. And... Um, That's, I mean, I think like there was a lot of, there was a fair amount of self-sorting that happened just because of the nature of the event. The kind of people that came were by and large the sort of people who were pretty respectful of those kinds of boundaries. So, uh, what do you think? Maybe, yeah, Eli, how, how does that work with uh, Meetup? Um, how do you define um, um, who, who comes to the space and how, how, does, it, how does it work? Exactly, the um, dynamics of it. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty similar in that uh, first it's, well, it's communicated actually directly that the discussion, which normally takes place from about seven until nine in the evening, um, is intended for female, trans or non-binary people. And um, normally that's what happens. Um, that occasionally uh, people don't get the message and they come. But um, it's never been like a kind of uh, rigid system of letting people in or not letting people in. It's just uh, the general space that we're creating. Yep. And then um, I think you also have a part that is public yeah. afterward. And uh, this, I think, is also really important from what I've seen is, um, is we are giving opportunities for people to perform who... Um, also perhaps want visibility, um, they want to be able to invite people to see them play, and uh, then everybody is uh, welcome uh, after the discussion to come for the live performances, the G DJs and the VJs, um, and I think it's been working quite well like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, have, have you, how does this... Um, This moment of, or this, those those parts that are that are opening up the space, have there ever been any issues, or has this all run smoothly? When you say you, the the where you bring in the public into 
uh, into the kind of closed group, or you have the, the closed group discussion and then you open it up. Has this always run smoothly, or have there been any issues? Shall I? Yeah, maybe talk first about what okay. I think we um, There are, of course, sometimes minor issues. I think, uh, from my experience of what I've seen, what's important is that understanding uh, from the organizers and the people that go of what the space is for. Um, and with this mutual understanding, uh, normally these issues get resolved quite quickly. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. S similar, we had kind of some issues that were, I mean, I think in the large scale of things, kind of relatively minor, Like, but we had a couple of people who didn't quite get the memo about like the sort of closed workshops and um, did what you would sort of hope people wouldn't do, which is sort of dominate the discussion, um, make people feel uncomfortable. Um, and that we that happened on a couple of occasions, which is unfortunate, but kind of to be expected. And we uh, learned a lot from it. We're still work, we're working on a new, on a way to put what we learned from it into practice this year. Um, if anyone has any tips, you're <laughs> very welcome. Um, it's always difficult because, like I said, you don't want to be exclusive. And also you don't want to judge anyone too quickly or too harshly. But that sometimes means allowing situations to happen which aren't ideal. Mm. So it's a difficult situation, you know. Like you never you, you almost never know until it's like slightly too late <laughs> that someone that there's that there's some sort of problem. Is that does that answer your question a little bit? Yeah, I'm just wondering can you maybe give an example? Um, just to illustrate a little bit. I mean, for example, in the, the aforementioned harassment and music spaces uh, roundtable discussion, which was, um, which was closed, kind of labeled as closed, and um, there was one particular um, fella who came in and sort of dominated the discussion in a sort of quite an aggressive and unpleasant way to the point that people were, were quite upset. Um, and it was something that we got a several complaints about and had to deal with as sort of as a as an incident. Um, and so it's it's just something that we need to sort of we need to be more careful about our monitoring um, and brief our speakers better on how to. We need to sort of have like a general strategy for dealing with de-escalating. And dealing with situations like that, how to sort of nip them in the bud before they get to the point where people are actually upset about them. Um, it's difficult. Mm. It's a difficult one. Because you want to you kind of maintain, you do, it's very important, like one, I think one of the most important things for um, an event like ours is to maintain this like really sort of nurturing, comfortable, you know, quote unquote, safe space. Um, and that's, that's essential. I think really, so we have to do everything we can to make sure that that's maintained. Mm. What do you think? Yeah. No, no, I agree. That's definitely like uh, that one example, or just you know having someone try to dominate the conversation, which we definitely then afterwards, especially when it's a very um, emotional and very raw topic. It's very, it's very difficult when, especially in this case, um, the women trans and non-binary people that were in the audience, aside from this one cis man. Um, he proceeded to speak, and it also, I think, 
allowed the other audience members to kind of go back, like step back and not be able to say maybe the things that they would have said had he not been there, for example, or um, just feel kind of like already positioned somewhere else where, where exactly that's what we wanted to do this whole event in a way to give them the platform. Mm. Yeah. You know, the platform is theirs. They should be there to feel, feel good about what they're saying and not, and not maybe hold back and maybe to share. The sharing part is a very, uh, was a very, I think, central theme about everything because mm. that's how we, we grow Vita and that's why we also wanted to um, um, also leave it open because we can't have a, uh, you can't grow also without the conversation being open and also hoping that the people that would have come or the cis men if we want to be specific uh, came to the event would be open and be there to also to grow get more understanding and more empathy towards the situation and maybe give some ideas of how um, we could work together to kind of make the situation better for everyone I guess um, and that that was yeah yeah <laughs> also like another like a brief anecdote from that same talk was like I, I, I'll never forget like going in at the start and everyone had sort of started to gather down the back of the room and we were trying to bring everyone up to sit in a circle set all these chairs out and stuff and you're like come on everybody and everybody was kind of reluctant as the people generally are to move into the sort of front row and I just like turned around for a second I turned back and the circle was just all these like smiling wonderful feminist men <laughs> you know but like they just straight away like absolutely no and then just like all of these like other people who weren't cis men down the back of the room still hiding in the corner and I was like yeah this is exactly it you know it's not you don't want to exclude men at all and like far be it from me to like ask them to be less confident but we need to get the others to be like you know to step into that to feel less worried about stepping into the limelight in that way and like how we kind of without excluding anyone how we adjust for that confidence deficit and for that sort of like dominance deficit is like how we need to really that's where we need to put our energies this year I think. I think in that sense, uh, the, the meetup model seems to me quite uh, good in, in that you have, you say you have this explicitly closed space, but then you also have this open space where everybody can join. So it's clear like you can achieve kind of both an intimate discussion and opening up uh, from people. And on the other hand, you also get, give visibility yeah, and in this yeah in this context, um, it works. I I've got to say it's not really comparable with We Make Waves because this is like a big festival that happens over days, and uh, meetup is a monthly or once every two month meetup that happens over a course of a few hours. So it's a lot easier to have with this within this time frame. Um, this kind of like beginning with it exclusive and then ending with it open. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, we did do that in the fact that it was conference and uh, also festival to showcase. So we had created two platforms, in, in fact, uh, for uh, visibility and for um, also just showing how great a lineup can be um, in, the, in the arguments of the last years, uh, which we've seen it, uh, starting um, with uh, um, the whole festival idea of, of, of not there not being enough women, trans and non-binary uh, people on um, actual festival lineup. So that was like one side, and then we had the conference, which are those. So I think we, had, we tried to achieve as much as possible within the framework. It was a lot um, over the three days, as I said, tried to create these two environments and also be safe yet open and public. And that is, that is a challenge. And so we really, people have good ideas to join the conversation. 
conversation because it's it's actually um, it's a thing that I think that we can't uh, we can't manage alone and nobody can really and I think you have to kind of um, that's what it's about about community and talking to each other and sharing and t- trying to make yeah I guess the world a better place yeah maybe yeah. Uh, <laughs> just relating directly to that I mean I think all of you ultimately want like more diversity in in music I guess mm-hmm. and the kind of spaces you're creating are a stepping stone to achieve that so while how do you see this the creating those spaces as uh, a tactic or a strategy towards achieving this bigger objective like linking because this you, you could meet like forever inside that space and nothing would happen outside but how do you actually establish the link i mean i can see with meetup you have this open platform and there you you, you present but how do you maybe you can talk a bit about that also you can mention other spaces like digital spaces like female pressure network for example which is an online network for women trans and non-binary and i can say as a as an artist what uh, ben, how it's benefited me and um that for me since uh, i used to present as female and um i'm now uh, i'm non-binary trans trans masculine and um since transitioning um most of the opportunities i've had to play have been like within feminist and queer spaces whereas previously i was had many more opportunities to play in other places so for me it's been really important to have these uh, feminist spaces to actually have the opportunity to play to have things on my portfolio to have stuff online so that i continue being an active composer and an active uh, producer and performer um and yeah just to keep it going really so as an uh, as an artist that's home for me yeah um i would say as it's a really overused word but like the word empowerment is really kind of the most um in the sense that like you can't really under- underestimate the effect of being um like at all levels of the music industry when you're kind of like marginalized because of your first in some way because of your identity it really can like take a toll on your confidence which is what you know we saw at the start of the for example the the round table where all the uh the men came forward straight away because they feel even in this particular space um and you know like white straight cis men tend to feel at home in any particular environment whereas that's not always the case for people who aren't white and who who aren't etc cetera, etc cetera. and so creating a space where those people feel like not only at home but valued and in a position of power and uh, prioritized and stuff is actually i think like has a lasting effect on those people's confidence in the world outside it then they can take those they can take that confidence outside of the space they can take the ideas that they've learned they can they can break down and unlearn some of the stereotypes that they've um internalized about themselves and realize that they're not they're not true and they don't have to be true and all of those things um the breaking down of stereotypes and the building up of confidence they can take outside as well and i think that's useful Yeah, I think that that's about <laughs> sums it up. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know uh, much more than than we can do than we have already done uh right now except for like trying to kind of 
you know, be better and learn more and be more proactive about things um, to to keep creating that kind of those atmospheres where where we can achieve in the end the goal of uh, equality of um, um, visibility of um, yeah general empowerment for um, all of the marginalized groups that we're representing in on, inside of our um, event and I think that um, that just as much as people will get tired of repeating like saying the same things until that happens we have to you know even like having the title like we make waves is the title of the festival but we include in a way like the subtitle and um, I think that we'll have to continue until we realize that it's not necessary anymore that that it's accepted as uh, for what or we've achieved uh, what we want to achieve I think and that that is I say very future um, if, uh, without being very um, dark about <laughs> the situation, but I think it's wor- it's just to say to we're worth or keep moving forward with the ideas and whatever uh, you know aspect uh, with the event or outside the event or within uh, groups that we belong to uh, that where we can discuss topics or outside where we can talk with everybody on those things. Uh, I would say that's just a, uh, to keep keep up uh, with what we're doing. Yeah, the, the, this very short panel is already coming to an end. <laughs> uh, I think it can just be a starting point and yeah, exactly, we, we'll yeah. all be around and you're welcome to, to talk to everyone. <laughs> um, maybe just w- to finish off, you already mentioned like f- talking about this year and wh- what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe just one wish for the future <laughs> from, from each of you just to finish off the, the round. I might need another to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> can start with the <laughs> um, Just like a general, yeah. like can <laughs> can I say <laughs> impeach Trump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I meant where where you want to okay, go. Okay, about women or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah um, I guess sort of like uh, continuing on this sort of. Uh, exponential. What I see very optimistically to be like sort of an exponential growth in um, kind of grassroots organizations and like diversity-focused initiatives. I think it's really cool, and I think that it's great that in Germany, at least, that that is becoming more and more of a. We are benefiting greatly from that becoming more and more of a focus uh, on like a sort of city and governmental level in terms of funding. And uh, also in terms of the media, you know, the press, the the amount of press attention that we got last year for the festival, I'm sure we wouldn't have gotten three years ago. So uh, that's, you know, really fun. And so that for that to continue and actually have uh, some sort of measurable effect would be great. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the future is a very hard thing to talk about. <laughs> Well, next yeah. week. Yeah, next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's one minute uh, left, also yeah. we can finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, just kind of just reiterating it really that uh, that this these types of act, like this type of activism continues and grows to the point where it's not even necessary anymore, and everything starts blending. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Blending. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we all should be working for, and we're actually like I think that that's like, and all the things that 
that we all doing we're doing it all the time so living it and and i think that's like the more people that you talk to and become involved with and listen to them as well that you'll be able to um learn a lot from each other so i'm just hoping to always learn more because there's so much more to learn there's so much uh, so many topics which uh, for even for myself have not like touched upon or reached uh where i feel like it's necessary so i think it's like you know that we all just keep our ears open and hearts open and and wanting to live in a society that that is the same as we look when we look around so yeah okay yeah, thank you <laughs>